As rewarding as it is, caring for dogs can be an awful lot of work. You have to be the one to make sure that they stay happy and healthy, and that involves doing a lot of things that you wouldn't otherwise do. You got to play with them. Jeez, what? It says here you, hang on, you've got to walk them? Huh. When it comes to feeding your dog, the most important thing you can do is make sure that they get all the nutrition that they need. And kibble food is dead food. Rough greens, not a food, but a supplement that you can sprinkle on top of that dog food. And it's filled with the vitamins and minerals and the probiotics and antioxidants, all the things that make your dogs um, healthy and happy. And usually they love it. I want to make sure that you're not paying for anything that your dog doesn't like. So you'll get a free trial bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Just call Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. It's a free trial bag. Just make sure he likes it before you spend any money. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or 833-GLEN33. Welcome to the program. I'm so excited to talk to John Solomon. John Solomon is the CEO and editor-in-chief in, of Just the News. If that is not on your regular morning uh, or evening read, it has to be. Put it up on your uh, button bar. But Just the News is so critical for everybody to understand the news. This is He's an investigative reporter. He's... He's worked for, I don't know, the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, I think uh, uh, the Washington Times and the Post and the Hill. He is a journalist in the traditional sense, and he's going to tell us the latest with Donald Trump and the uh, FBI. What about the warrant? What was in it? And what is Donald Trump planning to do? We have John Solomon joining us in 60 seconds. Just about every day on this program, I share the experiences of real people, people who have had their lives changed by taking Relief Factor. I'm one of them. But every day, I get, I've get i never had a, a, um, a product where every day I can read a different story of somebody who has taken Relief Factor and had their life changed. Never had that in a client. I've done this for almost, almost 50 years. <clears throat> what did I say? Almost 50 years. Anyway, three-week quick start right now, developed for you. It's $19.95. It's a dollar a day, like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and they are passionate about it. 70% of them go on to order more because they see a difference in their body and in their life. Get your life back. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com or 800, the number four, Relief. How many years? Huh. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. John Solomon, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? 
Great to be with you, Glenn. Ah, it's good to be with you. We are living in insane times. I, I remember we, we, we you know, we've, we've talked for years now. Did you, did you ever really believe that it would ever get like this? I didn't know. I mean, we've had this great American experience for 246 years. And I think back to that speech you gave at CPAC in February. And I think all the things you said somewhere along the way, we jumped out of the roots of this great country. And we're, we're in a place now that doesn't resemble uh, the, the America that we all grew up in. It's, yeah. it's a very troubling time. So um, I think a lot of people in the last couple of weeks have learned a lot about what to do and what to expect when you're served a warrant at your house. Yes. Uh, it's actually a good way. It's God's way of teaching us the Constitution, I think. Um, what happened with Donald Trump is, again, uh, I believe, a horror show. There's no way he's selling secrets, you know, nuclear secrets to Finland. This is ridiculous. Um, it does now seem to appear to be uh a shot across the bow because he was trying to release documents that showed who was involved in the russia hoax is that true well listen there is this long six-year battle between the fbi and donald trump and of course it starts with russia collusion which we now know was a completely contrived and political investigation that had no predicate no merit whatsoever as the presidency is coming to an end, as Donald Trump's leaving office in, on January 19, 2021, he declassifies the documents the FBI never wanted out in public. They didn't want these documents out. These are the way they handled their informants, what they knew before they signed the FISA warrants, what they were telling the court versus what they knew internally. That just inflamed the FBI all, more, all the more. And for the last year, as I've reported, the FBI secretly grabbed those documents. The president declassified them. He ordered them to be released. In the last hour of the Trump presidency, I'm, I'm told at 11 o'clock on January 20th, 2021, the FBI and the Justice Department grabbed those documents. They made up an excuse. Hey, we left a couple Privacy Act pieces of information in there from the declassified documents. Let, let's grab them. We'll fix that. And we'll release them. They grabbed them. Unbelievable. Held on to them for 19 months. They've kept them from the American public despite a lawful order of a sitting president. So he had the documents, but they hadn't been redacted? They were redacted. They were completely ready. Uh, they had been declassified, all the declassified markings. At the last minute, the Justice Department raised an issue that maybe there was a piece of information there still covered by the Privacy Act. Let's okay. go look at it real quickly. It looks like it was really just an excuse to grab the documents. Right. So now, did he have those at Mar-a-Lago? Do we know? Is that what, what they were going af after? Yeah. Not that we know of. No one has told me. I haven't found anyone who told me he had the documents here. And, of course, I've asked the president, uh, do you have the documents? He's told me no. That's why he gave me permission as a journalist to go to the non-public section of the National Archives and try to find these documents. That's what led us to the discovery just three weeks ago that these documents had been grabbed by the Justice Department and a secret hand grabbed them and put them into the Justice Department. So you haven't been able to find them. No, we, well, we know where they are now. There's two sets. There's a classified set at the National Archives. I can't see those because I don't have a security clearance, no one, nor does anyone else in normal Sandy America. Burger. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could, I could have done the sock thing. That's probably not advisable. Yeah. Uh, and then the second part is uh, there is a set at the Justice Department, and I'm taking multiple actions to try to force the Justice Department. And I hope to have some really good news later this week. I've been negotiating with the archives. Uh, they've been working with the Justice Department. I have a sense an inkling that we might get these documents in the near future. 
All right. So what was it that the FBI, do you think, was looking for? It's a great question, right? Uh, The first possibility is maybe what they said is all that it is, right? This is a dispute between the archives and uh, former President Donald Trump. And they actually went to this unprecedented means to go get documents back by raiding his home. I haven't found any other great explanation for people. And and I think that when history looks back, if that's all this was, if this was a dispute over documents, there is a civil process that could have been followed. Um, And that means they will have criminalized a dispute over paper and, uh, and with some serious issues involved. And I think there's another part of this, Glenn, that we haven't been able to dig into. And I'm, I'm really working on it hard now. It is impossible for the, uh, this sort of a dispute to go on and it become criminalized without the Biden White House knowing. There's just no way the way the system of government works. So what was the Biden White House's role in these conversations? I think that's the next big shoe to drop. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm determined to find out what it is because the way government works, you've got these issues of privilege, you've got these issues of, uh, of a dispute between the current administration and the past administration. The Biden White House had to be in the loop, and I don't think their story yet adds well, yeah, up. I have to tell you, there... Just on common sense and the way the world has traditionally worked in America, there's no way a decision that large that would come back to the White House eventually and affect the presidency, not just Biden and Trump, but the entire presidency. There's no way the Justice Department doesn't call and at least give a heads up. Am I wrong? I'm 100% with you. And there's, I think, another issue here. Remember that there, uh, the grand jury subpoena, which I broke the story a couple of weeks ago, was executed on June 3rd uh, in a collaborative way, by the way. Both sides were still working together then. That didn't address the issue of executive privilege. What does that mean? It means somewhere earlier in the process, somebody had to waive executive privilege in order for a grand jury uh, uh, subpoena to be issued for presidential documents. The only uh, Donald Trump isn't going to be waiving it. I think we're going to find out that the Biden administration waived executive privilege for Trump and that they were deeply involved in this. that. That just is the only plausible explanation for why there wouldn't have been a privilege claim back in June when the grand jury uh, first showed you know, for the subpoena was first executed. Wow. So, John, um, I'm doing a special on Wednesday on the history of the FBI and and how corrupt it has been through. I mean, it really was corrupt from the very beginning. Um, you know, we had Hoover doing all kinds of stuff that was really, really dark and bad. Um, are, are we at or beyond the Hoover days? Well, listen, uh, one of the big stories I did when I was at the Washington Post and I worked for 60 Minutes uh, for 40 years, for 40 years, the FBI would go into, let's take it out of politics for a second. They would go into a case and say, that guy on trial for murder, I can assure you that the bullets we found in his bedroom drawer matches the bullets that were shot out of that gun. And for 40 years, they testified that hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of murder uh, uh, defendants were convicted based on the FBI scientists. The story I broke in 2007 showed the FBI knew all along that that science was junk science. It wasn't true, that they couldn't make such a representation, and yet they continued to do it well past the, uh, well, they did during the Hoover years, well past the, all the way into the Mueller years. Um, So the history of the FBI, whether it's the church hearings, which really went into the Hoover era, 
or what we've learned, uh, 9-11, the uh, uh, mistakes in the Oklahoma City bombing, the problems with the FBI lab. This is an agency that has a very uh, big reputation, but it also has a very big history of abuses time and time and time again. Any way to rein that in? It's a great question. You know, some of the policymakers I've been talking to in Congress, for the first time, I've heard Republicans tell me privately, you know what, it's time to break up the FBI. Maybe have, have uh, make them like Scotland Yard and put the uh, domestic intelligence into a different agency. Uh, there is clearly a moment of reckoning for the FBI on the, on the immediate, immediate horizon. The real question is, if you just take the counterintelligence division out, you put it somewhere else, the mentality still exists that there's not a regard for the Constitution. And that's the part, whether it's inside the FBI or outside of it, the, the lack of regard for the Fourth Amendment, for uh, our liberties in the face of a big government. That's the part that hasn't been crashed out. I'm not sure just dividing the FBI solves it. Uh, well, especially the intelligence arm. The intelligence yeah. agencies are completely out of control. The things I've read about the intelligence agencies and I've heard from people on Capitol Hill is they really don't answer to anybody right now. Yep. They have their own mindset, their own mentality. They feel and because so much of what they do can stay secret no matter what, as, as we're seeing in this search warrant today. Um, we never get a visibility to know what the, if what they're telling us, the excuse they're giving us is real. And it's only years later, usually through lawsuits and FOIAs, that we find out, well, the official story of the intelligence community didn't match what we were told at the time. It's that secrecy that I think creates so much concern. There was an opportunity in the middle of Russia collusion while Republicans were still yes. in control of both to do something, to create a permanent advocate so that all intelligence case, cases that occurred in secret, there would be someone advocating on behalf of the American whose liberties were about to be violated. They whiffed on that. Paul Ryan whiffed on that. Mitch McConnell whiffed on that. But I think there are a lot of people today that would go back and say, you know, if I had a do-over, I'd probably create that public advocate who goes into the yeah. court and argues on behalf of you and me and everybody else. So, um, John, what do you think Donald Trump is talking about when he says that, you know, he said over the weekend, it might be within hours, it might be Monday, uh, that I'm going to be filing something and big news coming. What do you think that might be? My reporting indicates that the president is considering uh, filing a motion to remove uh, Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt, who, by the way, just a few minutes ago ruled that the entire affidavit cannot be kept sealed. He believes he used the word unprecedented. I'm glad he recognizes what he approved is unprecedented. Uh, But he is rejecting the Justice Department's uh, request to keep the affidavit secret. But I believe that. Wait, 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 wait. He rejected the uh, the Department of Justice. This just broke just a few minutes ago. It's up on Just the News right now. Judge Reinhardt this morning uh, said the Justice Department's request to keep the entire affidavit for the search warrant uh, under seal is rejected, that this is an unprecedented case. It requires transparency so people can understand why the FBI was authorized to raid a former president's home. So that just happened this morning. That's uh, something that the president was cheering on. And how long will Uh, it be before we see that? Well, there are two options. Either they have to deliver the unredacted version of the um, affidavit on Thursday, or a more likely scenario is the Justice Department will slow walk this, go to a district judge, then go to an appeals court, maybe even go to the Supreme Court. Oh my, God. my guess is they're going to go that route. 
But meanwhile, the president, to answer your question, I think the president is going to ask that a special master be appointed, a court-appointed independent person, mm-hmm. take the documents from the FBI and go through them and say, these are privileged, these aren't, these are overly expansive, they shouldn't have been collected like your passports, and, res- and not leave the FBI on an honor system given that all we know. So I think that's what we're going to see the president do. That would be great. John, thank you so much. Great to talk to you. It's always an honor to be on your show. Likewise. Thank you. All right. Uh, when I say the words back to school shopping scam, I would assume that you're thinking I'm just talking about that list of stuff you're supposed to get for your kid. You know, the bag full of stuff that he's probably never, ever going to use anyway. Now, that's true, uh, but there's also real back to school uh, shopping scams out there. Buyer beware. It is important to understand cybercrime and identity theft and how they will affect your life and they will come cloaked a million different ways, which is why no one can prevent all of it or catch all of the bad guys. Uh, and only LifeLock is the one that comes to the table and says, look, we're going to do our absolute best and we have the best track record at it. We're the longest running in the industry, but also we have a team of experts that are going to fix it and work with you to fix it. Uh, and it is only at LifeLock by Norton. Now, join and you'll save 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 25% now. 10 seconds. Station ID. There is a... <laughs> I can't say this anymore. An unbelievable story. There is another believable story because it's only believable because of everything else that's going on. You know, it's funny. Um, we're called extremists, but only common sense and tradition now is extreme. It's extreme uh, because everything else is insane. We have an amazing story about a guy who was canceled by Google that you have to hear because this one affects you. And I haven't really heard anybody tie this together on on how it's going to affect you. It's an outrageous story. We'll have that coming up in just a second. What do you think about John Stossel and what he or John Solomon and what he just said? Pretty amazing. Um, You know, it, it does seem that the overreach is clear and the the. The courts may back up some of the uh, Trump side of this, which is, you know, always a pleasant surprise, I suppose, when you go into this uh, this level of scrutiny. But I do think that there's a there's a chance that um, this stuff really backfires on them. I, I think, you know, you've always had the, the, the right be the one who is defending the FBI and a lot of these institutions oh, yeah. and say, like, look, we understand and we've said this a million times. We understand that there are some problems in some of these institutions, they need to be rooted out. Uh, uh, it seems like the right after this is getting to the point where they're just giving up on that. Like Would, we can't. Hang on, just a sec. Would you call John Solomon back just a second and say sorry? Glenn has one more question. I forgot to ask him. I want to ask him about the whistleblowers because he's in a position to mm-hmm. know. Are we seeing more whistleblowers than usual? Because that's the feeling I get reading some stories yeah and hearing from congress that fbi agents are coming forward and going this has got to stop and that to me is very heartening 
Yeah, and you're, you're also hearing this from people you wouldn't normally. And was it Grassley that came out with a big yeah. list of, 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 was it 14 whistleblowers yeah. at least on this yeah. one story? That's not the typical. This isn't like, I don't know, a hardcore Trump ally. You know what I mean? He's just a normal kind of institutional Republican. He's been there for 500,000 years, and <laughs> he's the type of guy you wouldn't necessarily think would be like making erratic claims about this type of thing. No, he's kind of old school, yeah. reasonable, just consistent yeah just consistent um but he's been saying that and and if they're not if if you are in the fbi i plead with you plead with you to have zero tolerance for anything unconstitutional and whistleblow come to us come to project veritas come to anyone anyone but please blow the whistle because you're all going to be painted with the same brush. You know what happened? What happened with the police in many cases? Now, this is not the case with, you know, BLM. It just gave fuel to BLM um, is the the for a long time. The police officers would close their ranks and they would protect their own. Mm-hmm. You can't. If there's a bad guy, you've got to rat them out. Otherwise, you're all going to be deemed bad. And uh, I, I would like to be in a position where I trust the FBI. I don't know if I'll ever be there again. I don't know if I'll ever be there. Uh, and, and that's probably a healthy thing. I mean, there should be some general skepticism. Yes. You know, many of our uh, people more on the libertarian side of 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 the right have pointed this out many times that conservatives tend to have a real skepticism of government except for law enforcement and sometimes the military and that's not always the best thing to do you should have the skepticism of government on all of these facets you just shouldn't wildly blame law enforcement for being wrong i want to be in a neutral position judge things by correct by the facts right that's all we were asking here and the problem is if the intelligence and justice department have gone bad who do you call? Because Ghostbusters out of business. I don't know if you know that. I don't know. No, if you they're saw all that. women now. Yeah, they're they're no, in, that's they're a in that's a parallel just, universe. Really? No, yeah. That didn't I really think. happen. No, huh? The last that's I saw, a better universe. All the equipment was you know buried in some place in the middle of the country. Probably and, better uh, than what actually happened. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we uh, we need the trust in our institutions and our fbi please if you're in the fbi set the record straight and and get rid of all of the bad things in your life and whistleblow Glenn back program you see something say something uh you getting tired of being told that you're what's wrong with america are you tired of corporations going woke right and left well the good news is you're awake and so you don't have to pay uh, for for a company for services from a company that hate you and then have some of the profit that they make invested in the organizations that also hate you and want to destroy everything that you love. Patriot Mobile is your phone company. It is the one that will give you your cell phone and give you the same great service, the same coverage. They're on the same cell towers as all the others. And they love you and they are actually in fighting for you. 
Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Beck, get free activation. Uh, Join the movement. Pay less. Get great coverage. And actually be with a company that's fighting for your God-given rights. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, 972-PATRIOT. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. More coming up. And I, you sick freak. Yes, what would Monday be without a monkeypox update? The CDC, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, has released a study over the weekend suggesting that people should wear a mask to protect themselves from monkeypox. Now, Wait, what? <laughs> hmm? what? There's no evidence that this is an airborne virus. No. So why no. would we wear a mask to avoid monkeypox? Well... Um, I mean, they even, have said well, it is that an airborne it is, virus. We've seen how little right, they work, but right. why would we do it? Well, they, because we've had we we know now that monkeypox. We the CDC came out last week and said monkeypox is something that is being spread mainly through men having more than ten partners, and it is a sexual disease. It is being spread mm-hmm. sexually. It's yeah. not a sexual disease, but it is being spread sexually. Right. Okay. It's a sort of uh, long-term intimate contact needed to Correct. spread this. So they didn't say that everyone should wear a mask. Uh-oh. I'm wondering if that's like a face condom or what exactly... How do you, I mean, unless they're just lying to us and one of those two things is wrong, either the mask or how it's spread, if you're trying to logically figure it out, you've got to do some pretty complicated common core math and show me your work on how you got there. Mm-hmm. A question about monkeypox. Yeah, I don't think I should answer it. No, probably not. Yeah. But like they keep saying, we uh, we were talking about this phrase, men who have sex with men, yes. which is the phrase now used. It's not no not gay people or bisexual people. It's men who have sex with men. They keep saying that phrase over and over again for some reason. Um, well, because gay sex, I think, could be sex between two women. Well, that's usually, there's an L in the LGBT, right? You could, they keep saying, like, this is happening in the LGBTQ community. I don't know what words is mean it, anymore. It, I don't know right. what words mean right. anymore. This is, so, why, yeah. this is my right. question. Yeah. So what about men who have sex with trans women? Could they well, be affected no, with this? that's completely different. Is it, no, though? it's completely Because different. here's the thing. It is to They're them. They're biological men. Yes. Right? That have transitioned hater, to be hater, women. Hater, hater, I think this is what I would be I accused of. I don't think of. monkey pox uh, will... Uh, will uh, will the monkeypox will, will f- label somebody who's now claiming to be a woman would would, so would monkeypox will essentially approach the trans woman and say, I was thinking about infecting this you. particular man. Yeah. And then I realized actually this person's identifying as a exactly. woman. Therefore, it's totally safe to have sex with this person. Right. 
Okay. Monkeys are not animals, man. <laughs> well, but it's wait. not. Okay. <laughs> wait. Uh, all right. We have a really important story to share with you. It broke over the weekend and it involves Google and a dad. Yes. So a dad in San Francisco. This is February 2021. Uh, if you know anything about San Francisco, this was like mid lockdown. <laughs> they were okay. still in full fledged right lockdown. So uh, the dad, stay at home dad has his son and i guess son's having some issues in a sensitive area if you would mm-hmm. uh and a rash of some sort some redness some swelling breaking out and now of course monkey pox. it was not monkey pox. this is pr- the pre-monkey pox era <sighs> so this child is really having some discomfort mm-hmm. you're of course not allowed to go outside for any reason so they are doing a virtual doctor's visit okay while they're doing this virtual doctor's visit uh, the doctor requests uh, photos to understand what's going on. So the this guy- is not going anywhere really dark with the doctor, is it? No. no. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm just asking okay. for the listener. <laughs> right. Because. Well, if you survived the monkeypox update, I think you already <laughs> okay. are here. This one's a lot more tame. Yeah, this yes. is more tame. So mm-hmm. they he takes uh, some photos to give to the doctor of his child's area. Yes. Sends the photos. Uh, the doctor recognizes what the rash is or what the issue is, sends antibiotics, gets it knocked out immediately. Everybody's happy. Got it. So I just want to recap this story. It's during COVID lockdown. Mm-hmm. Dad's locked in the house. Mm-hmm. The doctor has these virtual visits. The doctor, a good guy, asks the father, a good guy, to take a picture of the sensitive areas of the son who is a good guy. So the doctor can diagnose and give the right prescription. Which he does, and it works, right? right? Uh, everybody's Good. happy. Right. Apparently not. Mm-mm. Not according to the people over at Google. Uh-huh. Who have a an algorithm running over all of his photos that are in the cloud. Oh. And this this photo that was apparently uploaded automatically to the cloud uh-huh. sends off, send, uh, sets off some alerts that say this could be child porn. Now, of course... But it's... Not child it's porn. Not child porn. Now, was Google monitoring this guy because they suspected child porn? No, this is an automated algorithm so that's scanning the photos of everyone, of every single person everyone. who uses Google Cloud. Uh huh. Okay. okay. Now, you might say there's some utility to this, right? If it if it was child porn, it would probably be really good that this was alerted, and maybe. Uh, this could some child could have been protected from some horrible, horrible sure. incident. So they should have reached out maybe to the doctor. Right. But this well, would, but the doctor could be he was on the receiving end, so to speak. So he <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So but what needs to happen here? The algorithm sets off these alarms. Then it goes to a human. Right. Mm-hmm. And a human would have to determine mm-hmm. at some level. So mm-hmm. this happens. Apparently, uh, it's uh, egregious enough for the people at Google to al- alert uh, the police and shut down his entire account, shutting down his access to his email, uh, deleting all of his uh, photos from the beginning of his child's life all wow. the way through, uh, deleting all of his documents. Okay, now wait a minute. Hang on just a second. If you were trying to catch somebody who was in child porn, the last thing you would want to do is tip them off that the authorities are on to them. Right. Right? <laughs> right. So Google just, they call the police, then they just delete everything they for, at least from his access point right so they 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 he cannot access any of his stuff now of course this means he can't access the photos to prove he's innocent 
Aha. Because now he no longer has access to the photos that he took that were his. What happened to the doctor's office that received the photos? Well, uh, nothing at this point. Okay. Okay. So um, this goes on. He goes mm. to Google. He appeals it and says, look, my kid was sick. The doctor asked for these photos. I sent them. Uh, they reject his appeal. Then, months later, he gets a letter from the San Francisco Police Department. San Francisco Police Department has uh, alerted him that they have begun an investigation and have looked at all of these photos. Uh, he gets in touch with them and explains to the San Francisco Police Department, hey, look, this is what was the situation. The police department sees, sees all the uh, evidence and agrees with him and says, okay, obviously no crime here. He did not commit a crime. He was, this is not child porn. He was sending them to a doctor. So now you have the dad, you have the doctor, you have the police department all saying the same thing. This and the is, boy. And the boy. This is not a crime. There was no abuse here. Uh, seems all appearances, all the evidence that we have, a good dad trying to help his son through a difficult moment in his life. Uh, the only standout here is Google. So now the story escalates to the New York Times. The Times comes in documents all of this has actually apparently looked at the photos now and has also determined this is not child porn right so we're sure on this one it seems every every point i think that evidence, people at the new york times might be able to know what child porn looks like they may so, very well be right. able to do that maybe experts so on that. he wanted to uh, so they've gone through all of this they the dad wanted to sue google because uh, you know, you want to shut say, it. they shut him out. They keep saying no. Now, even even with the, the 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 word of the police department, they still said no. So he wanted to sue Google. He realized it was too expensive. He didn't have the money to do it. So he is just basically now in this constant state of trying to get them to change their mind. Even with all of this, the Times contacts Google and gets a comment on the record where they say, "Yeah, we're not reversing it." After all of this, the police department is on the record saying. We have a copy of all of his data, but uh, on a jump you imagine. drive. Now, just and, and they are saying they want to work with the dad to get him access to his own information back. But at this point, Google is still denying it. Now, imagine when Google and the United States are in bed together more than they already are. Mm. Okay. Imagine the ESG aspect of this. Dad's put on a list by Google Google shares information with the government. The government shares information with the banks. Dad doesn't just lose all of his pictures, all of his contact, uh, uh, contacts and his Google phone. Dad would lose all phones. Dad would lose his banking. Dad would lose absolutely everything because he would be too much of a risk. And who do you go to? Who do you go to? The New York Times? Who do you go to to say, hey, I need to get my name off of this list? It doesn't. Now, let me add one additional thing to this. I told you last week that the World Economic Forum has said that bullying and everything else online and disinformation, misinformation, malinformation is too big of a problem globally. So they are now pushing for high tech and governments to endorse a system that would look at your tweet or your whatever in question. And the algorithm would decide whether or not that is good or bad. If it's bad, it then makes a tree 
of everything that you do. So it goes back and it looks at who is influencing you. And if those people, it deletes you, then it goes to all of the people, contacts, all of the people in your social media realm, and it looks for anyone else that is spreading that information. And on each of those people, there's made a tree. And they lose their access. All the way down, this according, look it up at the worldeconomicforum.com or org. Could you look it up? Which one is it? Um, but look it up at the main page of the World Economic Forum. Uh, it was there at least last week where they are talking about making a tree that would, I mean, seven degrees from Kevin Bacon. If this happened to this guy, I guarantee you it's only a matter of time before they get my name and your name because it trees out. And there's and the World Economic Forum says that it's not enough to get the problem that is manifest itself on social media. They need to see where that idea originally came from, because they now need to silence ideas before they get into the bloodstream of the population. If that's not terrifying, especially coupled with this, that is actually happening and you have a chance of stopping this. But you won't have that chance to stop these kinds of things. Look at how hard it is to get your name off a no-fly list. You're on, there, you're on there by mistake. Look at how long it took people to get their names off a no-fly list. You can't even find out from the government if you're on it or off it what the status is or why yeah. you're on it or off it. Yeah. In fact, one of the things that came up in this investigation was that they said, well, we've also flagged a video from six months ago. Yes. And uh, that we thought that was problematic, too. And he's like, well, what video? They're like, well, we're not going to give you access to it. But so he can't even defend the video that he supposedly had on his phone. You have a right to face your accuser. Mm. But that's only in governmental law. Back in just a second. I don't know about you, but I tend to think that I can immediately tell quality work when I see it. Taking and buying, selling homes, for example. You know the quality work. You know when somebody is going beyond uh, the job that they just have to do. And they love their job and they're excellent at it. This is a free service to you to find the people that we think are the best real estate agents with the best track record and uh, the, um, uh, the best work ethic in your area. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service to you. You just go there, say where you are, if you're selling or buying, and if you're moving across the country or across the street, we'll find the real estate agents that can help you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The Grind Back Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Back to John Solomon. John, I'm sorry to call you back, but I I, no problem. I just needed uh, one more question from you. We were talking about the FBI and the warrant and what happened to Donald Trump. Um, I have been hearing from Congress uh, that they're seeing tons of whistleblowers come forward. And that gives yeah. me kind of hope. You're in a position to know, are we seeing whistleblowers? And is it is it more than just one or two? Yes, it is. That's a great question, and it's true. We've been writing a lot about it at Just the News. Fourteen separate Justice Department and FBI whistleblowers, including at least one in the very senior ranks, 
have come forward to either Congressman Jim Jordan in, in the House or Senator Chuck Grassley in the Senate. And their allegations are, uh, as we were discussing earlier in the show, that there is this politicalization, particularly in the Washington field office where the current raid is being, what was conducted by, uh, of cases. Uh, the two examples that Chuck Grassley has put out there that are very clear, uh, a uh, analyst wrote a document trying to take legitimate evidence against Hunter Biden and claim it was disinformation that caused a part of the Hunter Biden investigation to temporarily close down during the election. That's one example of a bad politicalization going on in the FBI, according to the whistleblowers. The other is the same office, the Washington field office, opened an investigation of Donald Trump, not the one we're talking about now, but an earlier one, Mm -hmm. without having a proper predicate, meaning there wasn't evidence, much like the case in Russia, to open it up. That's what these guys are talking about, these men and women who are coming forward, 14 of them. You're right on the money, Glenn. Okay, so this is that's a good sign. We're seeing more than usual. It's not just it's not maybe just the political guys on the other side. Yes. No, I think that's right. This is a greater heartburn uh, among career people. Good. Thank you for that, John. I appreciate it. God bless. John Solomon, of course, is the CEO and editor in chief of Just the News, which is a news site you should go to every day and uh, check the news. That's good news. And again, I want to encourage anyone, anyone at any level, if you're seeing it in your in your city level, you're seeing it to the FBI level. The NSA, CIA, please whistleblow. We need to know good guys are in there. Uh, You know, you've got the CDC doing things uh, and the FBI and the NSA. We've got to know that it's not everybody in there. There are good guys trying to get the word out. The Glenn Beck Program.